This is the Ninja Rob Podcast with Marco Perazzo and Tim Carpenter. The podcast for the true martial artist. And we are back. Is this enough microphone feedback? No, no, I'll but keep it, it right it is, in front. It does look like you're talking into the microphone. Right, right in front. Welcome to the Ninja Rob Podcast. I am the host, JB. The most illustrious podcast, in my opinion, ever created amongst podcasts. Yo, should we tell JB about the shots that got? Hold on, th- somebody was taking shots at him. Somebody, nah, don't worry about. It. Hold on, first of all. Oh yeah. Yeah. Th- we're we're going pre-checking. Wait, you got what? shots? You, no, no, no. We need to we need to address this. Who who who's? I'm not gonna name names. Oh. I'm not putting, I'm, blah blah blah. He asked him and I a question. No, I, I'm not gonna be a fury. Are you gonna be a fury? Tim will not be a fury. He said he's going to come to an open mat one day, blah, blah, blah. Got you. But he did say right also, great job by both of you dealing with JB's misunderstanding of Tyson versus Cormier. Mm. He should know better. Oh, pow, pow, he, pow, should, pow. Yeah. he should know better. Yeah. 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 But he doesn't. Shots so. fired. Got you. How do you feel about that? <laughs> you got fans coming at you, bro. I don't care, fam. It's all right. <laughs> People Yo, talking about you Yo, behind your back. Straight DM me, son. They, on what platform? Oh, yeah. There's, That's room, why I don't there's rumors fuck. about you. <laughs> fuck, I care. Yeah. It's interesting, right? We were just talking about that. Um, yeah, it'd be more interesting if I knew who this person was. Why, I could why, tell would it, why is it more interesting? Because I could shout them out and tell them to go fuck themselves. But you like, can do that anyway. Yeah, you could. Go, I mean, it's your... He that shall remain nameless. Here, here it is. Thank you for interacting with us. Fine. You're fucking... <laughs> Finally. You're fucking stupid. But, you know what I mean? Anyone besides these morons is clearly fucking <laughs> bobolong. Like, but clear. And, you know, it seems he's probably some young person. Is it a yeah. young person? Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. No. no. Yeah. Young whippersnapper. You say? Is yeah. He? Yeah. 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 Some yeah, yeah, yeah. Not understanding... What is young? Like if he's forty five, yes, he's young. So fucking kids, huh? Yeah. He's a he's kid. A child. He's a kid. Don't be mad at us because your life didn't work out. So uh, it is what it is. Checking in, Marco. Yes, sir. how are we feeling today? Man. What's the week black that people want to know? What ah. you been doing all this week, son? I feel like Tim. How's the inflammation? Not we, he's down. Deflammation. He deflammation. Deflated. He deflated. Yeah, well, you know, Biden passed the uh, the inflation. What is it? The inflation. What the I, uh, Infrastructure Act? No, that what one? is it? The Inflation the, Reduction Act. There you go. Yeah. So I've been on You're, an infl- Inflammation Reduction Act. <laughs> there we go. I like right? it. Man. Yeah. My <laughs> Inflammation Reduction Act Boom. has been going great. Gotcha. Yeah. And I'm trying to see. Hopefully I don't get the... Because I don't know if you guys ever noticed, but about 45 minutes into the podcast, I feel like I'm going to die. <laughs> really? And I get a, like, it just a drop So you whatever. want us to stop at 40 no, minutes? No, 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 no. Cut no. It short. So t- hopefully I started taking... Uh, well, I should say hopefully. Started taking more electrolytes, a lot more salt. How about a bag of gummy bears? Why don't we just keep doesn't a bag work. of gummy Even bears? if I carb up, it doesn't... For whatever right. reason. Any, so. any doctors that are listening to this, yeah, yeah. let us know. Maybe my renal functions me, are out of whack. Yeah, because then me and Timmy can find a replacement real fast. <laughs> you know what I mean? That way, that way we know... Who else going is going to do all this work for you guys? Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> intra, in, intra podcasts uh, fatigue syndrome. There you go. That's what he has. That's right. what it is, so I'm trying You go to too hard on, hydrate on intracellularly. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, from a cellular level. I was open mat. Oh, man. Never been back. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he said it like I don't ask every single week. I was open mat. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let me guess. Light, but, but high quality. No, no, I wouldn't say light. No? What would you say? High quality. Always high quality. Completely empty. Light 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 plus. plus. Oh, okay. It is what it is. More than six people. Yes. Nice. More than ten people. Bless. Eight eight people. Okay. Nine Nine people. Nine people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. High quality. Nine of the highest quality people. I wouldn't say the highest because if if it was the highest quality. I would have been here. (laughs) 
Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah, of course. You, Tim, and you know all the other guys from Hellfish, you know, the Bridgeport Wednesday guys. Yeah. So they'd all, they'd all be here. Uh-huh. Timmy, how was your week? Checking in. The week was great. As usual. Um, I had a bunch of kids compete. I had a bunch of guys compete yesterday. All right, good. I I you, you had a guy compete yesterday. Yeah, right? yeah, dominated. Okay. Well, dominated? Took first place. Nice. Nice. One guy. I'm sorry, Margot Fullison on, yeah. on, yeah. on the, the Justin com- Green. Nice. He's out there competing. Went out with John. John went to go support him gotcha. and uh, took first took gold medal. He told me he's gonna. Be- I saw pictures of him at the beach with a, a very fine young lady. Nice. On Friday, and I was like, oh, I guess he's not doing the tournament. You know, he's out partying Friday. He's got a nice girl around his arm. He lives the life. Party on a Friday. Wake up, go to work on dominate, Saturday. Dominate on Sunday. Dominate Saturday. on Saturday. Doing what he yeah. got to do. Son. Yeah, so shout out to Justin and John for going out there to help him and, and support him. That's what's up. Timmy, how about your guys? I had, um, I had a bunch of kids compete at the good fight. Right. Some of it was their first time. We got two two kids competing for their first time. When we're saying kids, what, what do we mean kids? Children. Children. Right. Under uh, under 13. They're like oh, wow. 12, 10, ages like that. Yeah. Um, two, two of the guys competed for their first time. Both got gold. Submissions. Man, it sounds like Hellfish was dominating. Yeah, yeah. Man, did a good job. Yeah, did really well. And then we had uh, one of the adult children from Hellfish. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> competed at. Uh, That's interesting. You said adult children because I want to know what we think. Because he's, kid I mean, is he, now. yeah, he's right? an adult yeah. child of his parents. His parents. He's child. an adult child, but he's not a child to you. No. Not well, your child. He child. He's not We're your all, adult child. No, he's not my child. He's not. He's not my adult either. He's a child. He's a child of someone. He's an one of your child. adult students. He's one of the adult children from Hellfish. Okay. How did he do? He won. Yeah. He won. Did he beat uh, all he the other a, kids? He had a. He, he competed against children. That's he how had it a uh, super fight against a nine-year-old. No, against a fifty-year-old. Oh, okay. Was the guy really fifty? No, no, no. The guy was. I think the guy was like late thirties. Right. And the guy was like a last-minute replacement. But his his original match was a brown belt. The guy he went against was a black belt. He ended nice. up submitting the guy in overtime. Awesome. That always um, feels good. Yeah, I watched the, the NJ let us know that the yeah. match was happening. So gotcha. they were streaming it on YouTube. So I, was, I got a chance to watch it. It's a cool little event. They do, uh, a, a, their event got like kind of screwed because a lot of people dropped out. But um, it's at a gym and they just do like single matches and they have these like little team tournaments. What's the um, team tournament like? Is like the Hellfish it's Invitational? It's like four on four. Hellfish it's, Invitational? Yeah, but they have different rule set. The rule set is. Not they, nearly as good as Hellfish. No, no. The rule set is they have every rule set covered. So it's six minutes. Excuse me? Submission only. Okay. Then after that, if there's no winner, then they go into EBI overtimes. Each one, you have one minute to finish the guy. And then after that, then they do a three-minute ADCC rules over time where you have to win by takedown. And if you don't get the takedown, they go to IBJJF. Score. First, to pull guard. <laughs> First to pull guard is the winner. Boom. Yeah. Boom. It's, it's kind of cool. They got, they got like all the rule sets in one match. Right. But it's a fun little event, and uh, it's good to give guys like experience doing those. It was somewhere in PA? Somewhere in Jersey. Shrewsbury. Okay. Never they sell. Sh- they sell. I was gonna say they sell shrews. There you right. go. Yeah. Yeah. Schnozberries. Was the first time you tapped a uh, you 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 did well against or tapped a, a black belt, Marco? In Brazil. Really? Yeah. That was. Yeah, uh, Shit. Yeah. I don't know this story. Yeah. Just this fucking I, sounds I, awesome. I don't know. We were so I was like my, maybe our first or second time there, and we were just at a. I don't. Well, I don't. I couldn't even tell you the name of the school. Gotcha. And I. I think I caught him from the guard. Like again, not bragging nice. or whatever. No, 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 no. Just, no, no. How did it feel for you? I mean, being I was there like, and what, doing it, you know, because you thought those dudes walked on water, right? That, that's what I. And I, I, yeah. I was like, hey, did you see? Did you see what I did? Because 
again, also being American in the... There were no black belts here. Well, there were no black belts, but also you're... I had talked about this on other podcasts where, oh, they do this, they do that, they're this good, you know, mm-hmm. well, if you could just survive, you'll be okay. And you start learning the more you realize that we're all just human beings and the harder you train and the better people you train with, the better you get. That I just it's caught some... It's cost him. He didn't make a big deal out of it. I didn't make a big deal out of it. We gotcha. just we just kept rolling. That's yeah. good. And was he a ni- so he was a nice guy. Seemed like it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Um, so that's all the checking in, huh? How about you? Got you the Tim, oh, Timmy. Yeah. yeah. When do you recall? First time I submitted a black belt. Yeah. Yeah. Was in no uh, names. Just yesterday. A, his name was Gustavo Gusum. Oh, okay. It was, in, it was in competition at the Arnold Classic. Oh, nice. They don't a, do that tournament anymore, right? No. Uh, I think they do. I it's think just Naga takes took it over. Okay. It's just a lot smaller than it used to be. Used to be a pretty cool. And it was like um, it was a nogi tournament. It was like me and Rick were in it. I think we we're on opposite sides of the bracket, and uh, like Shanji, I think, ended up winning it. Um, and I had this guy first round. I hit him with like an arm drag, took him down, and I like hopped past his guard. He turned to his knees, and I got him with a Peruvian necktie. Nice. And uh, it was uh, I actually I don't know if I knew he was a black belt until afterwards, where I like found out his name and found out he was good. Right. It was like. I think Brad knew a guy that had trained with him. He was like, yeah, that guy's like pretty good. Like he teaches at this gym in California or something. But that was first guy, first time. Right. But I didn't know until afterwards. That's pretty neat that it happened in competition. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. I mean, both stories are cool. Yours is cool because you're in Brazil. And then his is cool. His is competition. Yeah, that's a bit more impressive that, you know, like in a, so. in a for sure. Yeah. yeah. If you're not a black belt and your first time tapping a black belt is in competition, that's. That's an awesome. Yeah. You know what was cooler was that day? Me and Rick both are. Uh, both our first matches were exactly the same. We both hit like an arm drag to that inside trip and single leg, and then won by twinsies. Yeah, it was it was cool. We both had like the exact identical match in nice. our first matches. Awesome. All right, moving oh. on. UFC two seven eight. What do we think? Wow. We'll start at the bottom of the uh, the main card. Or uh, what was the what was the first fight? Well, how many did you see? You saw highlights. Or no, I, saw I watched from Jose Aldo on. Okay. I saw Tyson Pedro. I saw that match. I don't understand why they they seem to be really pushing Tyson Pedro. As and that like, was a first round 105 guy. Yeah, it was. I mean, the guy he was going against was even DC was talking about how they're like, man, this guy's getting really favorable matchups. Hunsucker. Yeah, he beat Hunsucker. Yeah, guy came down from heavyweight. Who's not? He wasn't great. Knocked him out. How? Or it was, it was like a jab and then a cross. I don't know. It wasn't okay. It was quick. But it just seems like they're really trying. They seem to be really like hyping this guy up. Got you. But I don't. I don't understand why. Understood. And then there was the girls' fight. It was a KO. I thought it was a choke. I don't know. I wasn't so really paying second attention. Second round, that. four four. No, okay. We can skip oh that no, that one. was. I remember she. Uh, yeah, she got on top, and I hit it with some elbows and stuff. That was. Gotcha. And then there was the Marab fight. Okay, and that's what. Oh, I, Marco I watched had. the Marab. Yeah, that, that's yeah. Aldo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought. Oh, there weren't more fights before that, so I, I caught yeah, it pretty early three, on. Yeah, just that was two the more. third fight. Um, yeah, Marab I thought would beat Jose worse. I thought he would actually get him now. I was surprised that he couldn't. Uh, I thought Jose get him looked, down. especially in that first round. I thought he looked very good. I saw. I he, he looked. He, he did his, look good. Defensively, he looked incredible. Yeah. Right. Offensively, he didn't do anything. That's, that's like the whole yeah, fight. So I had him winning the first round, mm-hmm. right? And then losing losing the next two, but you could just see still dangerous, and 
the fact that he didn't use his leg kick like he normal or like he used to back in yeah. the day, I think hurt him for sure. Right. That's the one thing I he hasn't really well, been they using it too much it. for yeah. a while now. They're saying because his boxing got better that he's using it. Well, I know but for a while he was seen. working with Robert Garcia out in California. I don't know if he still does, but gotcha. He said he was working with the Brazilian Marine boxing team. There you go. That's what okay, they were whatever saying. That, whatever but his that stance means. was it like a yeah pure Thai stuff. It was a Thai stance. Yes, it was. yeah. But yeah, Marab. Marab. I was just super impressed with. Aldo's takedown defense. Yes, like yeah. he's, he's that was a three round decision takedown defense for guys crazy. But he didn't offer any offense outside of that. So you yeah. know, it's interesting in most of the matches where there were some takedowns or takedown attempts that I could recall is you're you're not seeing something that I remember GSP was really good at is the timing of it and using his striking to get in on them or using their striking where it looks like most of the time where people are shooting takedowns now, it's they stop striking and then they go to go for a takedown. they drive to the fence yeah. and try to finish there. Whereas, yeah, like you, not a lot of guys time it very well. Like guys like Tom Aspinall times it really well. Curtis Blades is very well-timed. And um, Dominic Cruz hits those takedowns in the open, like all okay, the combinations. Three guys I haven't seen lately. But, so. yeah, most of the time it's like you're right. It's like they punch and then they shoot a guy, they drive a guy into the fence and yeah. try to take him down. Then um, the rock hold. That fight was fight. fucking crazy. Yo, so <laughs> it was awesome. That, I, I was watching it. If if you were there in my house, I w- I would have turned to you and said, "Rock hold's gonna quit in between rounds." Yeah, I could have swore to you that he was gonna quit in between rounds. I've never seen a guy like seem that exhausted and out of the fight, but then Keep come, fighting. but then come right back and almost like and you know throw hard shots and. There's something so annoying about Rockhold, yet he's so skilled. Yeah. Can I ask you the age difference between these guys? Seven years. You know? Yeah. Okay. Thirty and thirty-seven. Because I recall him saying he was old at the end of the fight, like when they're like he, doing the in You know, he's he gets like recurring staff infections. He's had mm. some injuries, so I don't. I mean, I think the main problem in that fight was his uh, was the altitude. It seemed mm. like that's why he got so tired so quick. I but other than that, I thought he looked awesome. Like his. He did his, retire, his, his, right, Dan? Well, it, was, it was a little unclear. Okay. Like, it, it nice. felt like Rogan retired. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's Rogan just, was he was, but he's also head. just, like, so fucking dramatic the whole fight. Everything That's is, like. That's the, everything. He's, he's a model. He's done a lot of um, mushrooms in the past couple of years. He's, talk, really? he's talked about is, he's a very, like, odd person. And he's. Annoying. <laughs> like, but he's also, yeah, the, like he's, that, like, he's, he's the most delusionally arrogant person Again, so I really love his skill set. Yeah, I don't like the person. He's um, gotcha. he fancies himself to be like a world class kickboxer, and he's always talking about how dangerous his hands and his feet are. Yo, so but, but he was fucking dangerous. Like when he put it together, well, that's it was thing. fucking dangerous. His when he he got the title through his grappling his grappling no but i mean even in this fight like when he was able to like pull it together and say all right i got five seconds of car and that kid the kicks he was throwing were fucking brutal i thought he looked great but i'm saying like he he got away from what got him to to who he was he was mostly a grappler most of his big wins were by submission um he would use his striking here and there but as he after he won the title he became purely a kickboxer and then he started just getting knocked out but you said he looked great. He looked great in spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked saying, awful in other spots. He looked great in spots, and then, but I think it was taking into account how exhausted he was. That's what made it so impressive that he was. 
he was able he to keep going. He did the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in an MMA fight. Yeah. Okay. That was, was fucking crazy. What? <laughs> like for 15 seconds, just rubbed his blood yeah. face over. I like that. But uh, haven't we seen someone lick their lick the blood? BJ Penn. That's different. Yeah. He was that different? Because he licked, licking he licked, he licked somebody else. He willfully it, licked his own, somebody else's blood off his, his gloves. His victim's blood. Yes. This guy was putting his own blood into the lips and mouth of his opponent. Yeah, nose yeah. and eyes. But it was it was such it's a not f- fair game though. It, he didn't get in trouble I, for it. I don't think so. I don't think no, he but it's for disgusting. It. Yeah. It's disgusting. And the best part was that Paula Costa like smiled while it was going on. Like, it's right. so. Like, it's that, like he nuzzled him. Yeah. That moment was so like crazy and disgusting, but. The fact that like Luke Rockhold is doing it and Paula Costa is laughing well, about it. What's crazy interesting is that Rockhold had that chance right at the very like when he almost gets mount mm-hmm. and then goes for it too. He just went. He was just too sloppy and then yeah. loses it. I was like, oh man, this is great. The whole fight I thought was great. It was. Uh, yeah, Paula Costa just needs to fight more. He needs to not. He looked. I was super impressed with his grappling, like the way he um, he looked like he was trying to prove a point because Rockhold had talked about like if we go to the ground it's over, right? And and Costa hurt him on the feet, then took him down, passed his guard. So I him. I have an issue with him doing that in the first round because he takes his opportunity away of finishing him yeah. after he hurt him. Yeah, it was it was a strange thing to do, but it was also impressive to see him handle him on the ground that yeah. is yeah, Rock, I, Rockhold, I agree because Rockhold is that good on the ground was that good on the right. ground I, I think he's gotten so far away from his grappling that he doesn't really have it like he used to anymore speaking of good grapplers and we can get into Usman in a, in a second was that but, let okay. me ask a question about, about this fight was that fight good for the sport I'm sure that's going to go yeah that's going to go was, viral uh, crazy a, a viral fun to watch even fun, people fun, fun, even fun people that don't know fighting are going to watch I don't know I have no idea outside of our sphere of people that watch fighting but if you are like, hey, do you guys want to watch a crazy MMA fight? Yeah, this right. is a fight. You if you on. never, yeah. if you weren't a fan of MMA, you could watch that and be like, man, that was crazy. That, that was yeah. 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 And Jose Aldo, do you guys? What, what do you think is next? And then we'll move on to yeah. what do you think is next for him? I think they should do him versus Dominic Cruz. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, that's, okay. a, good, that's a good call. Mark, are you gonna say? Kyle him? talked about some, on his podcast some Russian kid that was sixteen and zero that lost to, to Tibora. Marcin Tibora. Yeah, was that? T- oh, Romanov. Yeah, yeah. That was. Go- I was. I, that was a good fight. Um, that was on this card. Yeah, I think I it really must like, have been on the undercard. I really like that guy Romanov. So, because Kyle was super high on him, I I have, don't know much about him. So, what what did What's you see? Name? He's a really good grappler. He wins. He's got a couple wins by like forearm choke. What's to the guy's name? Uh, Romanov, Alexander Romanov, I believe. Uh, he's not on the prelim. He was a prelim. Yeah. Prelims. He fought Marcin Tabora. And Tabora wins a decision. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. I think uh, Five, a three round decision. Romanov yeah. won the first, and then Tabora came back, won the second and the third. It wasn't like Romanov didn't look great. I was I was a little disappointed because I thought Romanov was like, I would have really liked to see Romanov versus that guy Sergey Spivak because they're both big, pretty technical grapplers. Okay, but that guy Romanov wins that he does this. Uh, he gets into like top half guard. and puts a forearm on people's throats and like puts them to sleep with it. Really, it's pretty. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Like um, a von, like a top von flu or not? no, just like like what you would if you were like trying a to, if you were trying to be mean to somebody and drive flitter. your forearm into their neck like that, and you just leave two hundred and fifty pounds on it, and then they pass out. Okay, main event: Usman versus Edwards. What do we think? Any controversy? No, no, well, no. no, amazing. So okay, that first round was super cool. First round, Edwards. He okay. did like basic. It was like basic Gracie Jiu Jitsu one hundred and one, leg hook takedown, mount, gift wrap, take yeah. the back. 
So I don't know if you you assess the same thing when uh, Leon was uh, upper body grappling with Usman, he was getting the better of Usman mm-hmm. on all the upper body grappling exchanges. Mm-hmm. It looked like he was able to, you know, that that first clinch worked on him, but in the first round, right? Yeah. But even a lot of times, pump when he wanted to or could, he could pummel out, turn it. Mm-hmm. I, I thought his upper body pummeling looked very good. Yeah, yeah, he was. Um, I, I, I called Leon Edwards. I believe. I don't think we gave predictions for I, any I of these fights. I think we did a week or two ago. Okay, maybe. But I, I bet. I, me and my wife always bet on the fights. Right. And I was like, what do you get if you wait, win? wait, wait, wait. Did you bet on black? You have to in that fight. Oh, uh, okay. What do you get when you win? Dollar. She cooks you. Oh, okay. Dollar. Cool. She owes, she owes me three bucks. Hey, man. Um, Somebody wins Sergey. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he, well, he, no, he looked awesome in the first, looked terrible three, four, and most of five. Two, three, four, most of five. Yeah. And then in the last minute, it looked amazing. Um, I mean, I would say in the last 20 seconds. I thought, I was like, uh, I stopped watching because I was like, he's kind of like, he's resigned himself to losing. That's what the, the announcers were saying. Like, and, and you could see it, just his body language. The look on his face after the first round, it was like, it seemed similar. Like, I think the altitude really got to him. And I, I, I didn't realize that Usman trains, that lives and trains there in Salt Lake City. I thought he trains in Colorado. No, Salt Lake City. All right. Because um, they kept saying Colorado on the show. I'm pretty sure he's in Salt Lake City. Um, I'm pretty sure you're wrong. I don't think so. Okay. Um, Maybe that guy had something to say about what I had to say. He can go fucking research it and let us know. Um, Man, it really cut you deep, huh? Regardless. <laughs> I'm going to carry it for the rest of my life. Irregardless. I, is, um, that, is that a word? I, a doctor friend of mine says that, and I'm like, you sure I about like that disregardless. Disregardless. Dis- <laughs> D-regardless. D-regardless. Um, he trains at altitude, whereas Edwards doesn't. And whatever he did for the last four weeks didn't act, didn't help him acclimate yeah. as well as he could. And he have. said, like, I watched an interview with him at the post fight, and he was like, he's got to know what it was. He's like, my body just wasn't working. He's like, I, he's like, I saw the other guys earlier in the night getting really tired, and he's like, I didn't understand like what was going on. And he said, but he also said, he's like, let's do the rematch. He's like, I beat, I, he's like, I beat him on my worst night. He's like, I knocked him out, and I was having my worst night. He's like, I know I could beat him. So I have a ton of uh, respect and admiration for Kamar Usman's skill set and his, you know, like he's a champion and he's a, he's a warrior. I'm not a big fan of his, I guess, personality. So you, there's Why just not? something about, I don't know, he just seems a bit angry and, you know, I don't know, not a gracious champion. But it was amazing to see Leon Edwards pull those last 20 seconds together and win that fight. On the ride over... You know, they were talking about is this the G- is this Kamara Usman's GSP moment yeah. versus GSP versus Sarah or is this Leon Edwards moment? Uh, Matt as, Sarah. <laughs> no, no, no G- as G- GSP versus Matt Hughes. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. So is this the lose the first one and then win the second and because he fought Hughes three times. Yeah. Yeah, and destroy him the third time. Yeah. Destroyed him in the last two times. Yeah, well, the, the two the first time was close. He lost until when he got armbarred. Right. Then second time he kind of beat his ass, and then the third time he totally beat his ass. Right. Um, so I wonder. This is interesting to see what how this pl- this next one plays out. Yeah, Edwards had some interesting things to say. He said like, you know, he said Usman is amazing, but his skill set is pretty limited. It's wrestling and boxing. And he was like, I'm a full mixed martial artist. He's like, I can I can fight anywhere. I have submissions. He's like, um, kicks, punches, everything. So what do you think 
Because he did look broken, as they said. He did look yeah. like he was he was literally defeated. I'm just going to finish the fight. Where, where did that come from? He said he said the, his corner. And the, the thing that I saw, he said, he's like, my corner just, he's like, they were telling me, like, this is it. This is all, like, you came this the guy far. Was screaming like, at him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every round, there. the guy was screaming yeah. at him. And he didn't, right. he wouldn't look at his coach. He was just, like, looking down or looking up. Like, just, he seemed like he wasn't there. Right. And then, I guess, whatever happened, something clicked. It was, it was also such a cool moment. Like, his, his nickname is Rocky. They, the, they played the Rocky theme, and it's like the whole crowd's chanting Rocky. It's like, it was like the actual <coughs> Rocky movie, only right. real. Who, who wins the next fight? Who wins the rematch between them? Man, if this Edwards. is him on a bad night, I got I to say is, is this They're their first fight? Yeah. This is the second time. Yeah, second. Second, second fight. But so the first fight was five years ago, six years yeah. ago, something like and that. And how, how was that? Decision. decision. Okay. For Usman. Was it a clear decision or not? Yeah, yeah he yeah. grappled the crap out of him. But okay. do you, <clears throat> if this is Edwards on an off night mm-hmm. and he's able to pull that first round together and he doesn't have to worry about altitude and they fight in England. They're talking about doing it at Wembley Stadium. That's what England. Yeah, that's what uh, what's his face said. Dana White said, "Yeah." You seem dismissive of that. No, like it'd be. Yo, it'd when be you, whenever, whenever Dana White comes up, you're like, ah, no, whatever, whatever be, that guy's. He said. actually Dana White He's said the guy it, that's gonna make it, and happen. then he took it back for a second, oh, and then okay. Leon Edwards is like, "No, it has to be at Wembley." It'd be amazing. It should be. Yeah. It'd be cool. The champ should dictate where it is. Yeah. Like if they had Maybe. to come to well, Salt Lake, nah, he can't dictate. They can't dictate to champ. Tell him, tell him about Dana White. Tell him. You nobody dictates what. Dana, Dana White no does all. Dana. No one tells. He does Dana what he does. No one puts Dana White in the corner. Yeah. He does the dictating. <coughs> dictating. The dictating. Tating. Yeah. Going back to Luke Rockhold, a friend of ours, Nate Quarry, friend of yours, but more your friend than mine. Uh, did you read that? Who put that up? You put that up on the about the the UFC's mafioso tactics. But or did again, you forget I think this, it after this you might put it up? go back to Luke Rockhold doing a bunch of uh, mushrooms, but. He's he's absolutely right. Like everything's slotted in the UFC. Right. Managers, you don't you really probably don't need a manager. Um Yeah. But what he said but what, your I manager think the crux so of the, his the manager was saying, is, hold on. <clears throat> was that the, their managers are kind of like selling them out. That's what he was that's what Yeah. Yeah. So I I think they were talking about Luke Rockhold's manager. The guy Ali, yeah. who every he manages almost everybody in the UFC, right? And we'll come, they come all, in and say to ingratiate himself says, "Hey, and sure. they, but they, take more, they all take less like money. him, and you don't hear any of them complaining well, it seems like about everybody him. Everybody likes him. That's yeah. the, that's the so thing. I don't I don't know. Again, it's you don't hear uh, Kamaru Usman, Leon Edwards. You don't hear uh, any of those guys complaining about anything. Well, well, this really butts in well with the. Shane Burgos leaving and going to the PFL, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Dana White coming out and saying we bungled, they bungled that one. Oh really? Yeah, he came out and said, yeah, we we bungled. God, I didn't know that. It was yeah. a bungling. What do you what do you think about uh, um, Dana White's bungle? Bungle. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's bungle. His <laughs> <laughs> bungle. Hey-o. What do you think? Because um, he just slammed. I was, I was actually boy, surprised because Shane Burgos is like a seems like a pretty popular fighter. He's always exciting. Right. Um, but the UFC rarely makes a bad decision when these things happen. Like, uh, you know, you would have thought they would have tried to re-sign Anthony Pettis. They let him go, and then he goes to another organization and loses a couple fights. Same thing with Ben Henderson. Like, when they when they let people go, those people don't, like, go to another organization and just fucking right. and clean up. Right. You know, they actually right. they go somewhere else. They probably make a little bit – they might even make a little bit more money than they would have in the UFC, but their careers don't get better. Most of the time, though, these are, <laughs> like – 
Anthony Pettis, former champ. They let him go. Uh, who's the other guy that we just referenced? Henderson. Henderson, former champ, right? Yoel Romero. Yoel Romero, for, well, that never champ. Never close, champ, yeah. close to it a couple of times. Eddie Alvarez, former champ. More guys on the backside of their championships, not on the well, not on the rise. I don't think Burgos is right. on the rise. Burgos is like a almost like a Cowboy Cerrone style. You think fighter. so? I don't think he was. He's not going to be a title fighter. He's he's just an exciting fighter. Okay, that's the way I I always thought of him. Um, so, yeah, he's uh, in general Burgos isn't going to beat the top the top five guys. Well, it was interesting for him to you know he went for the money, which is good mm-hmm. for him, yeah. him to get paid. And Dana White comes out and admits, yeah, we you know we should have done more to resign him. Yeah. But at, the PFL I think is the second best uh, fighting organization. Well, ever since you left Bellator, of yeah. course. <laughs> yeah, it's really course. gone downhill. Now, how does that go into what uh, Chael Sonnen was saying? Because I'm, I'm a little tired of watching this stuff, so I didn't watch Chael it. Chael Sonnen? Yeah, he that had the, 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 the pay fighter. And, yeah, I didn't watch it. So I was like, meh. The interesting, what, I don't care. Uh, sponsorships? Yeah. So the interesting thing was Ngannou came out and said, um, I was offered a million-dollar sponsorship, but I couldn't take it because the UFC has a different crypto right. sponsorship. Mm-hmm. And then Chael Sonnen was like, he's like, well, think about it this way. He's like, if you're a company that has a, that uh, wants to get in front of a, an athlete, but you already know that they can't accept your sponsorship money, you can be like, hey, man, we'll give you $10 million to wear this shirt, but the UFC won't let you. So you can make any... The, the offer they make was completely irrelevant. Gaia. Mm-hmm. They're just getting their name out. But so this now is, they have... Again, this is what Chael Sonnen right, thinks. But the, right. right. But it also makes sense. Dismissive I mean, of Chael Sonnen, too, huh? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's hey, there's a pattern <clears throat> with who he's dismissive. No, yeah, he's just, he just, no, no. I mean, it's interesting when, when we see these guys. First of all, his personality, yeah, I love how he yells. Like, his whole bravado is interesting. But, but he knows what that, he's talking about. Other mm-hmm. than that, it just seems like he's at the point in his, he knows he's at the point in his life that he, he talks for a living now. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? And he does it, he does it very fighting. well. But it's just the like, business of fighting. I, I remind myself, just like, oh, he's just... He has to say something. He has to. It's a shark. It has to keep but swimming. You, so it's a cool thing. It's a cool thing. But he but, has. He has a you lot got. of inside of information and a hey, lot man, of good points. Right. I, and he's you know, got cool. good insight. I, you know. All right. I, 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 listen, both of you guys. But his point I mean? was that, like, it's a smart play by these crypto this, people. This company okay. got Nganu to talk promote about them. to promote them without, without getting without paid. getting paid. Getting paid. For it, right. He's like they could have offered now, a billion again, dollars. Look who's getting taken advantage of. So the the thing about it is. No athlete in the UFC has a sponsorship anymore, right? Not well, so. unless privately they have it. So he said, no, the only, this, there was only said, one, and I thought, so, I thought the, there was only one, and he doesn't have it anymore. He lost his Nike contract. That was, yeah, that's not, that was years ago. So, years ago. Years ago. About now? so he said that no athlete can wear. You can have any athlete. You can be, you can be sponsored by Nike. You just can't wear Nike in the ring. Yeah, he said privately. He said like Tom Brady can get sponsored by Hertz rent a car, but he can't wear a Hertz T-shirt on the field. When he's in the NFL, yeah, you know, he, they don't, they he can't wear it on his jersey. Play, they don't play T-shirts. They don't play in T-shirts. Right. No, no, but he's, he can't but wear a Hurts jersey. He, he can't, can't have a Hurts sticker on his Not helmet. just that. If he's sponsored by Nike and the league is sponsored by Reebok, he wears a Reebok jersey. That's the way it works. Yeah, but he can wear Nike when he's not on the field. Yeah. Or when you're, he, I think he when you're on TV, you're, so again, you're like I working said, privately. With, <clears> yeah. But he can be sponsored by anyone. I don't think anyone really has. I don't think any of the top guys don't do it. So I don't think. How do we know? Yeah. 
Because we, do, we don't see them. I, I, do I you, check all the ugly ads, and there's no... There's, they have tons of sponsorships. There's, there's no, just not uh, by, like, Nike or anything like that. Right. Because nope. right. Nike's I'm sure not, I'm Nike's sure not like, trying to get into you know, the MMA. McGarry's mufflers and, and yeah. Wichita cans. A lot of them I'm have sure. CBD products. There you go. Vape nice. Vape, vape guys. Yeah. Right. Vape Zions, a lot, right? Big a lot of them are sponsored no, by gambling. gambling. They have a lot of gambling sponsors. Gambling. Yeah. It just says gambling on it. They can wear gambling t-shirts. No, because you'll be like, no, no, no. But again, it's all... Though they what nice we'll know if they're privately sponsored if we follow their social media yeah. and see who they're promoting if they're holding hey I'm sponsored by Khabib Blender sponsored bottle. by Gorilla Energy Drink mm. right. who Gorilla, is Khabib Khabib I think it's his energy drink nice aren't you uh, Michael Michael Venom Page versus Mike Perry did you watch that fight it was fuck yo and that was amazing it was tough Both? to watch didn't I call it you did I had Page okay. it was interesting stylistically it was. Pedro's clearly the better fighter, the, the better striker, the better striker. Okay. Perry okay. made the fight ugly yeah. and right. just. I don't think he. I don't think he won decisive. You know. No, I, no I it wasn't. It, it was super. Yeah, I thought. Like, if I was watching that fight, I'd be like, "Man, Michael Venom Page fucked Mike Perry up with those punches." Did you gotcha. see both of their faces at the yeah. end? Oh, yeah. They were God, both terrible. Out. Like bare knuckle boxing. Who decides this dumb? Yeah, I can't believe their hands weren't both shattered. Like the, the I shots that too. The shots that Page was landing. Yo, you, you could, could hear, hear them. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And they were just so clean and yeah, sharp. Yeah, I hated the way he fought. Even though I've, you know, I know Page? I'm very familiar with that. Yeah. Like, that's I, what was interesting, you know, you have a lot more experience in that world from a purely hand striking standpoint. Is that what you would like what kids are getting taught from just hands (coughs) in certain systems sure you know i mean because you know like if you take if they're taekwondo background i don't know his background 100 percent, but a lot of times hands down looking looking at it look very familiar familiar. whereas it's an interesting style to choose for that particular fighting like i thought if it would have seemed like he'd have did a lot better if he did more of a conventional hands up mm-hmm. fighting because he was he was so successful with that. He was you know so what I mean? accurate one shot, like Son, each, yeah, one the shot, shot one he, he threw would yeah, land, a big deal. but he would throw one at a time. Yes, you know what was interesting is if you watch like I, I was waiting for him to throw a kick. By the way, yeah. I just <laughs> was like, Jesus, he's giving a kick. Yeah. He's gonna kick. Go ahead. Um, the old when you watch old uh, like the bare knuckle fighting from back in the day and older boxing, guys had their hands down a lot. Nobody fought like this. Right, guys always fought with their hands down. Yeah, but. It was just not, a, it's like, a, not like, like bare, he has his bare knuckle. Down. Yeah, no. you're not comparing it. The no. guys had but their guys hands lower. As I was watching that th- this I, match, you, know, you see guys. I'm wondering why the Irish travelers have not dominated bare knuckle boxing. <laughs> why they had just haven't come in They're and being settled. kept out. Uh, Institutional discrimination. You think so? Against yeah. the travelers. The travelers, yeah. Against gypsies. Yeah, nice. travelers. Yeah. Do we want to see a rematch? Yeah, we don't say. Do we want to see a rematch of that? I would watch them fight each other all day, every day. It just yo. Something seemed a little too brutal for me. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. That's crazy. I had no yeah, problem. You, tu- you tuned right in his. his you tuned in the bare knuckle boxing. Yeah, and you didn't expect it to be brutal. The sound yeah, of like yeah. bare knuckles right. on a face. <laughs> that slap and crap. Yeah, and that is, point you're making of how their hand, their hands must be. F- ugh. Today, I don't bro. know how like how everybody in bare knuckle. I'm surprised that the, like their hands have to be completely annihilated unless they have a special way of wrapping and keeping it. Like, a friend of mine swears that there's a way that you could configure your fist and how you pull your fingers in sequentially, different fingers at a different time, to make a tighter and better better fist. Who's this? Gary Banner. Okay. Oh, he would know. <laughs> yeah, he would know. Where would he get? He got like, yeah. take some, some, Brazilian, some Brazilian guy. Yeah, he FaceTime me and all right, do this. Do that. How did he teach it? Because I teach I teach pinky down, pinky first. Like that. He, yeah. he was. I forget what he what he taught me. It was tight, but nothing. But nothing yeah. can stop your bones from shattering. 
when they yeah. hit something. Your bones are designed and the guy, to you haven't the done guy. the Gary Banner system That's of making a fist. Is, That's shout true. out to shout out to, to Gary Banner, son. No relation to Bruce Banner. <laughs> Not He's at also all. A, one, a number one pizza maker. Hey man, listen. Mm. Man of many talents. Yes, many he gifts. Is. Many gifts. Hey, let's go into the Joshua the Joshua fight. What do we think? I watched some a little bit of the clips. I didn't see any of the nonsense that happened after. So right. you guys Which is the most interesting that. part of yeah. it, I would assume. Because it was so, a close uh, fight. Yeah. Um, Not exciting. It seemed close. Heard, yeah, right? it wasn't. No. It wasn't. I don't Not big, big weekend for fighting. I don't particularly yeah. like the uh, Joshua style, but it didn't seem Usyk style. Usyk, right? Usyk style seemed a little cleaner than. Uh, He's a much than, more than polished Andy Ruiz. Uh, boxer. Because you know how Andy yeah. Ruiz was really taking it to him, going going at him. But this is their the second first fight. fight. Yeah. Anthony or Andy? Anthony? Andy Ruiz fights like a Mexican fighter. Yeah. Uh, That's odd. Usyk fights like a like, like a Ukrainian, a, like so a Ukrainian, Ukrainian right? Yeah, wow. like a, yeah. I wonder why. Yeah, it's Got weird. You. Yeah. So what do we? Th- I, I thought I didn't think uh, it was a split. Hey guys, decision, right? so we know I have not felt lightheaded so far. All right. What, Usually what it's about what's, now. What's time? Maybe okay. about another 10, 15 45. minutes. It could kick in. Um. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I so agreed with the decision. A split Usyk's decision second, for Usyk. Yeah. Do you think the split time? was right? Because there yeah. are a lot of people saying they had they, that uh, there was no way that. Joshua won. No, I thought it was judge. I thought it was a split. Okay. I thought it was a good decision. Gotcha. I agreed with it. Um, but man, you were sitting in front of the TV all weekend, weren't you? Watching all this stuff. Uh, at TV, phone, and computer. Nice. Oh, you had like oh. a whole command station. So going to the antics. Like it seems like you, saw, you saw the other So afterwards, Joshua, it was interesting to see a guy who's one of the isn't he one of like the highest paid Probably. like athletes in the world? Like he's a huge star. Not more than Max Verstappen. No. Well, he's I didn't say the highest. You said one of athlete. He's one probably of, one of the highest paid boxers. Yeah, at, at least he, heavyweight he's, champ. He's a huge star, and he had a complete like mental breakdown. He couldn't accept. Yeah. So what? What happened? He lost the fight, and then um, I saw one thing where he's in Usyk's face, like screaming about like how could how did you beat me? He's like I'm bigger, I'm stronger. He's like I don't understand. He, Clearly, he wasn't happy with the decision. Yeah, and I don't know whether he was saying like. How did you beat me? Like, what is your secret? Or if he was saying the judges made the wrong choice, right. I, I didn't know. What where did the fight happen? I don't know. I I guess no I'm, pr- I'm assuming in England. Okay, mm-hmm. so um, he didn't get any hometown cooking. Um, and then he took the mic. Then he w- he took the belts, threw them out of the ring. Right. I, I saw he him walked walk out of the. He ring, walked out of the ring. Into the His ring. friends were trying to calm him down. And he came back, took the microphone. Usyk put a Ukrainian flag on him. On himself. On. Joshua. Yeah. Joshua's wearing the U- Ukrainian flag and starts like talking into the microphone and then Usyk's like, hey, give me the flag back. Give me the flag back. And it was a really strange... It was a strange... It wasn't... But it wasn't like... Like he, they, they, he wasn't disrespecting no, them. No, Because the thing you say about AJ is he seems like a gentleman. Then he, he gave like a, a very like, respectful speech about Usyk. He was like, let's give a hand to this guy. He's amazing. His country's going th- through a lot of turmoil. And he started talking about other Ukrainian boxers he seems that really fought classy. during... That guy seems classy. Yeah, he's like, I don't know too much about it, but I know there's civil unrest over there. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. He I, seems don't wanna, I don't want to upset Putin right but now. It's, and then it's worth, he had a breakdown uh, as well. It's worth watching just the uh, the end of the fight and the press conference because right. he has like a... Did you see what... He's a mel- he has a meltdown. Did, uh Dana White received a FaceTime call from Kamar Usman during his yeah. press conference. Yeah, I saw that. He goes, and he and says, the, "Next time I'm gonna kill him. Uh, next time I'm gonna kill him." Is right, what Usman said. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can hear some. Of, they, there's a video with, with subtitles, yeah. like titles, like saying what they think, either what he said or what they think he's gonna say. What he's saying. I saw. I like what he said uh, when he was waking up. He's like, "No way." No, yeah, no way. That, that, way. That he yeah. kept saying, way. "What? What happened? Like, what, like, no what just happened?" Yeah. yeah. 
But that, that's was, the, that is talking about the way he executed that technique. That is perfect. And it was it this it's very common. That's a very common Well, especially on like, both ends of it knowing like hey, don't dip this way. Or just by a little, not by a lot. Or yo, that's lead what, him, go down, 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 then uh, come up. And that's one of the things Edward said about it. He's like, his style of striking is very boxing heavy, so he slips punches a lot. And he's like, he's he like, I, he said, I was, I had been trying that earlier, but I kept poking him in the eyes. He's like, I did it with my hands. Well, I guess open. it happened in the Bilal fight. He yeah. said as well. Um, and some, yeah, it's uh, like it's a cowboy. Cerrone used to do that one yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a very, it's, but it's cool to see a guy win with. Basics. Over such a dominant champion yeah. where everyone was like, he's the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it almost was at this point, if he had won this fight, the argument was settled. So right. me and the the wife got the in, a, in a discussion last night. Is about, this is this a code for argument? Ooh. No, it's just a, a, a slight disagreement. Ooh. Really? Okay. Okay. Yo, a little trouble in paradise? Oh, no, no. Don't you? No, you can talk to don't him. You, no, you can let yo, him know. Don't you speak... To Nicolette, any way you feel oh, like oh, you can. Whoa, all right? whoa. All right, so you no, talk to her with respect. Take all the bass out of your voice. Listen, man. No, uh, yeah, when you rarely, talk to your wife. I very rarely ever see him speak this way yeah, about a white Yeah, when you talk to your wife, you, you take the I mean, bass out of your voice. There was no animus between right. us. Okay, good. Just, uh, uh, make sure. What kind of animus was there? <laughs> um, so I was saying that was probably the greatest like comeback or upset in history of MMA. <laughs> and then she said Ronda Rousey versus Holly Holm was a bigger one. No, I don't think so. I no? don't either. I don't either. So here's the difference. Even if Holly Holm was a bigger underdog going into the fight, that was a one-sided beatdown. Like Holly Holm beat her from the beginning to the end of the. And Holly Holm that exposed quick, right? basically a fraud. Right. This fight was really Ronda Rousey was well. A fraud? I mean, ultimately, especially because the way she couldn't come back after that. fight. She couldn't. Yeah. She could. But this fight I'm was. I tend to agree with you. I this, think your wife has a very. I, good I point. think she's wrong. Son, I don't agree with it. Damn, son, you just chastised your no, man. No, but he's still not allowed to talk to her. However, oh, he feels. Don't be reckless. This <laughs> fight was a guy getting thoroughly beaten for most of the fight, and having a huge comeback, yeah, and not, not just that huge comeback, knocking out what some people were saying was the best fighter of all time. And he still could be the best yeah. fighter of all time. Right. 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 Yeah, he just got to hold this out and keep it pushing. But that's the beauty of MMA, and again. Tells you how great Khabib is, mm-hmm. right? That this never happened to him, yeah. or John Jones, like never losing catastroph- catastrophically like yeah. this. Wow, yeah. that there's some. That's what makes what did MMA say such. Because I don't recall. I don't think they interviewed. He, he hasn't done any. No, no. Nah, he, he just like shook hands and then left the ring. He didn't say anything. Do you, do you think? How does he handle this? Like, if you had this. I, what, what's the next? Uh, you either lay down and die, or you use it as fuel, and that's right. Good. But how well, do you think it's going to cut for him? I think he'll. I think he'll be back. I think he'll, he'll be, be fine. back. He'll win. The only, the only thing the is, I like, put my um, money on him for the rematch. Getting knocked out like that can, it can change you in a lot of ways. Yes, yeah, it can change you that. physically. It didn't seem like, like it didn't seem like that kind of knockout though. It didn't seem like the kind of knockout that. Maybe not then. Yeah, you just don't know. You, yeah. I think. You know, because he's going to be walk- when he walks into the gym, everybody's going to be looking at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I wonder. But how it also yeah. could be. It also could be a change mentally where he could have gone into every other fight, but like nobody can knock me out. And mm-hmm. now he knows. Now he knows. Now somebody can knock him out. There's a there's a little chink in his armor. So, mm-hmm. but it, that could make him better, or it could make him. Yeah. It could make him fold. So I, I think it'll I, make I, him better. I, and again, just because I super respect his skills, I'm not a big fan of his personality and persona. I think that. It's going. He's not going to be the same guy after this. Okay. I don't think yeah, he I can come th- back. The fight didn't like. 
when you we've all seen fights, and I listened. There was a there was a guy. Uh, there was a, Andrew Tate said something about how fighting changes and how people go through fights, and you can tell that this fight, neither one of these guys are going to be saying it's like Tyson Fury, um, Deontay Wilder. Wilder, right? Which I don't know if it affected Fury as much as it uh, affected Wilder, but later on, it's going right? to yeah. And so it just didn't seem like it was that that. Knockout! It was that bad of a of, of a knockout that he couldn't come back. I see what it. you're saying from you know like I mean? a brutality of the of yeah, the fight standpoint, but like from quick, the reality bang. of yeah. he'd never been knocked out before nah. to now nah, knowing. Nah, nah, nah. Now he knows. No like you said chicken the armor. Yeah, fascinating stuff. Well, how do how do we think the next one goes? I'm, I'm going to go Edwards. I got Edwards. In yeah, the next one. I think Usman can come back from this. He um, he definitely can, but I don't think he will. Got I I would also hope that they don't. I don't. I'm kind of sick of immediate rematches in the UFC. It seems like every time somebody wins a title, they got to beat the guy twice. Right, but it, it, Listen, isn't this the one of the cases work, that a guy has been that dominant in the division, you get, almost yeah. cleared it out? That he, I, I'm not a big fan either. Especially if it was a, you know the knockout is pretty puts a stamp on it. Yeah, but Kamaru Usman's body of work. It dictates that yeah. he gets an immediate right. rematch, and the and in, the body work in this fight dictates it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean, even Absolutely. though he got knocked out the way he got knocked out, so you know, like I, I get what you guys are saying, and in some cases they don't, right? Like Jose Aldo, and when he got McGregor. knocked out, yeah. McGregor, was but that like, was that was just like so what, ten seconds you know in what where. Mean? I was thinking about that and last night. Do the fans want to see them or not? I think the fans always want to see a, a especially yeah. Wembley. People other, love a sequel. The other man. thing is, people love a sequel. Uh, I can't think of anybody else. So it'd be a thruple. The only other person that would be interesting to see fight would be a guy like Hazmat versus Leon. E, Leon or Usman. That so Usman Hazmat For and the, the winner fights Leon. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think that gives too much credit to one. The, the definitely, champ, the, definitely gives too much credit the, to Hazmat sure. and not the enough credit to, to, to Usman. Yeah, yeah, the champ deserves. He's been the champ. He's successfully oh, he's no the champ. Is no longer the ex champ. Yeah, former ex champ. Then you do he, all right. This is what you do: Usman, Edwards, two, Colby, then, Colby, Hazmat. Okay. The winner gets the winner. The Win. loser gets the loser. There you go. Call Sean Shelby. I got That's it. it. We got it. We got it. All Does anybody have guys. his number on speed dial? I'll look. I'll go on the internets and see if we can find. I'll send him a DM. Mm. Moving on, guys. Into his DMs. Uh, your man Bane at a grappling tournament. Is he a blue belt? Yeah. Tom oh, Hardy. Tom. Yeah. Hey, imagine you sign up for a local tournament. You're a blue belt. And do you, does, does anyone, do you, either one of you have any more details on this? this no, event? other than no? he just competed in the first place. And that's that. Okay. I wonder where, I was just wondering um, where I it was. I believe it was in England. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. But you go to an, is he a blue belt? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Tim, you're at Naga, right? And you're in the gi division, or you're coaching guys in the gi division, and you look over. And it's fucking Tom Hardy. I think it'd be awesome. Uh, Especially amazing. if you fucking beat him. And yeah. then you get to like you post that on guy. Instagram. Be like, right. I fucking you, smashed Tom you, Hardy. Yo, you get to uh, take over all the Bane memes. Yeah. Yeah. I was born as a blue belt. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice, man. But it looks like he won. That's good for him. Yeah. Yeah. I just but are the other guys on the podium happy too or no? I guess I, how long has Tom Hardy been in this? Because he was been, in that MMA movie years ago too. That was a long time ago. I think it's really cool because you see people. The famous like people that are part of the community gotcha. where they train, they train, they train, but he's really part of the. If he decided to go do a tournament, yeah, right. that's like he's into it. The other kid, uh, Al Bundy, Ashton Kutcher, Ashton no, Kutcher. no, 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 Action Bronson, Joey Diaz, Fez. Who's who played Fez? Oh, uh, 
Oh, the Spanish guy. Yeah. I don't know his name. Isn't he just he just did a tournament too, Trains of Gracie Baja or whatever. Oh, um, he didn't. You talk about um, Mario Lopez? Yeah. No, that no, that's not Fez. That's Yo, AC son, Slater. Come on, son. That's AC Slater. Who's Fez? And he was a wrestler already. Fez AC is uh, no, but what I'm Fez saying is saying whatever. Saying, Mario. Okay, whatever. I see what you're doing. I see what you're, you're doing, son. That, are you comparing that '70s show to fucking? No, I, I just say by, by the belt. Not just that. Are you just fucking mislabeling? So minority, any, from any minority. They're all the same. How do we do you? know? Exactly. No. You see? You see how you are? are Mexican. I see what it is. I see the disculpa. No, nope. <laughs> the Argentinity is Argentinian slight. All of a sudden, I'm Argentinian. Oh, nah, no, never that. You're never that. <laughs> As, as you said one time in a restaurant, I'm Italian. That's, that's what he said. No, no, no. I'm Italian. I was like, oh, okay. My bad. But, so that's what I thought that was cool is that Mario Lopez, who played Fez on that 70s show. <laughs> Which he did not, but okay. Uh, we get your man, your man in the desert got a good story about, about AC Slater. And bang, uh, bang. You know what I mean? And Tom Hardy are taking deeper steps in the community. It'd be cool like, to see them have let's a match see, against yo, each other. Okay. Let's, let's go down the celebrity rabbit hole of jujitsu fights. Who or matches, pardon me. I just told someone the other day how much I hate that word fights. What celebrity would you like to grapple with if you could? Holly all, Berry. All, well, no, definitely, no, no problem with that one. If, uh, if you could, mm. who would you like to see? Like, hey, right, man, like, was it one of the guys who started years ago? Like, who, who's the top-ranking jiu-jitsu celebrity? Do we know? Is it Al Bundy? Chuck Norris. It feels yeah, but he's a he's a martial artist, so he doesn't really. It's a count. different celebrity, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, we're talking like, about the Pokai yeah. quarterbacks, son. Um, no, seriously, I don't know do that think? many that do it. What are so you talking? Like, There's a couple rappers. You know what I mean? Who? Uh, the guys from the, no, you wouldn't know them. The dudes from Dilated People. Far side. No, oh. no. The one guy does. I know. From yeah, the one guy. Who does yeah, it. I don't want to wrestle with him. Al Bundy does it. I would want to. You know, Buster's face does it. Uh, are there any hot chicks that do it? Because I'd rather grapple with them. I don't. Yeah, I don't well, want to grapple. Your with wife is listening to this. Um, oh no, she doesn't. She doesn't listen. To your nonsense. Forget. <laughs> um, she's like us. I guess. The, I mean, the only guy I would know would be Tom Hardy. I'd, I'd, I'd rather Mario grapple. Lopez. With, I'd rather grapple with Tom Hardy over Mario mm. Lopez. So we don't know any other celebrities that do jujitsu outside. I think of? Keanu Reeves does, but he's like a white belt. I don't want to wrestle okay. with him. Bord, we know Bourdain was one. We know his wife. Was he's one. dead though. Yes, he I'll is. Take, I'll take Bourdain then. No. Uh, bring Bourdain back No And let me train with him um, Marco uh, how about So you, you, you'd wrestle You'd wrestle Bane Bane yeah Yeah well that would be yeah. Right What's the point How about you Would you uh, wrestle Holly Berry <laughs> Boom yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm, sure she, I'm sure she yeah. trained for, She did She trained for a little yeah. while Alright Moving on Questions No what about Michael Jai White Talking about Joe <laughs> Rogan's Spinning Whatever This is bullshit Michael Jai White's full of yeah, shit You know what I love but No it's like is, This is goofy shit This is actors Talking about like so, Michael, so slash. isn't Michael Jai White like a, a legitimate traditional martial arts According to him, yeah. According to him, and he's saying that Joe Rogan has the second oh, best God. spinning yeah. back kick in the world. There's lots. Second son. only to Benny the Jet or Kita, oh, who's on, the weirdest, one of the weirdest looking humans on earth. Yeah, yeah. Very strange. Yeah. Um, I love his uh, interviews and stuff. I'll agree on that. I, I Benny the Jet. I could care less yeah. about what Benny. He's one of the. He's one of the most well-rounded striking martial artists there. There I'm was. Him. He would be able to compete okay. in like. Uh, Here we go. This horse shit. American kickboxing, karate, Muay Thai. Back kick a Muay yeah. Thai guy one time yeah, and he, drop he him. He was able. He was like one of the the first Americans to jump into like a Muay Thai fight yeah. and be able to deal with leg kicks. Is he and American shit. though? Urquidez, yeah. Yeah, he is. Urquidez. Urquidez. Yeah, I just don't care about what fucking. Yeah. Jai. Or, I don't think. I, like it's and it's. 
I don't know. It's just stupid. Man, but the second best spinning back kick in the world. Stupid, you know, son. Yeah, come on. The second. <laughs> Listen to that. Like, really, bro? You as see if, all the back As if that's like a, a quantifiable. <laughs> <word>. <laughs> like, <that's just> <laughs> like, he's got all the data. It yeah. just, you know what it is? I've studied all, <laughs> Yo, all spinning back kicks. I've, I've, yeah. I've analyzed just, all back kicks. It's this one guy in 1970 <laughs> and then this comedian. They have the best. This podcast. Yeah. It's just silly. All these guys training every day. So, how do you The Olympic. Listen. The Olympic gold medalist. How do you feel about Joe? Is it Joe Rogan? He's talking about. Yeah. How do you? What do you think about Joe Rogan spinning spinning back kick? So I'm deferring to you, bro. I don't give a fuck. Joe Rogan's got a very good spinning back kick. When Joe Rogan is demonstrating the back kick on a bag, it looks good. Yeah. GSP went to. That's what you want. Would you say it's the second best in the world? No, I would not. Who's got? Who, who, yeah, who's, who's the got, second best? Who's got the second? Listen, best I cannot divulge who, who number one or two is. All right, but I would say it might be the third. He's top okay. five. He's top but five. He's on the podium. He's, top five. He's on the podium of spinning back. Stupid. Kicks. And it's the kind of man. This is what you bait, like you know, movie martial artists into and doing people that don't you know understand martial arts, but and know Joe Rogan. Or they this know, is a good like, sound oh, bite. great. This is oh yeah, like this guy played Spawn and he did this and he played this. He played Mike Tyson. He played Black Dynamite, which is my favorite movie that he did, which is ridiculous. But it's like silly. To me Wasn't it's just there something stupid. about uh Salmon Rushdie? Yeah, bro, we we're gonna yeah. Oh. Yo. Bro, I gotta deal with Marco doing this shit the entire time. You too now? I just didn't uh, Well your man's on the mat, Marco. Salmon Rushdie. Give us the update. The, how, I, I don't know if he's on the men or not, but getting stabbed up twelve times has done wonders That's for what? his his career. Bum, his books are just selling through the roof. It's just like when DMX died; they played it, they streamed his music constantly. So this one, this guy almost died. They're on his, they're, you know. By the way, coming bread. out the, I think Usman came out the DMX. Did he? I Somebody came out the DMX. I didn't know. No, maybe Paulo Costa. Talk about great walkout mm-hmm. music. Which which one? I don't know. Yeah. What, what what it could be anything. Yes. Any of DMX's songs would be good to Every come out to? There's so many. Yeah, there's so many good songs. So how do, what do we think about that? His, his it, it's amazing. All publicity is good publicity. You know, Wait, what are you talking about? Yo, there's a generation. 12 of, getting stabbed 12 times. Yo, there's a generation of people that didn't even don't even didn't even yeah. know who the fuck he was. Or now they're like, why did he get stabbed? Wait yeah. a minute, he wrote this book. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I, I'm not gonna like, uh, condone, like the same condone stabbing somebody no. twelve but, times, but he was. Yo, if you got listen, uh, would you take? He did say some Islamophobic things. Yo, you, what did he you, say? Would, would you take? Wasn't it a fiction book that he wrote? So you he didn't. Yeah, but that's that's one of the main. Uh, yo, bro, that's, that's one of the, that's, that's haram. That's what? That's haram. Yo, would you take? Would you get? Stuck? What does that mean? You'll Again, him, it's against God. You'll let you'll get stuck twelve times to to get a boost in sales. No. Yo, if no. you got, you know what I mean. If I you can get sell a million, a million hellfish t-shirts. You get stabbed twelve times. Maybe you losing uh, an eye. No, no, you're not taking it. No, but it's crazy to see that it's really but it's a his thing, career. Bro. It's, a, it's a generational thing because all the people that now know he got stabbed are like, wait a minute, who is this guy? Because I remember when they they it put happened. the hit out on yeah. him, but we were kids, and now it's it's like the equivalent of people. Not knowing that Joe Rogan was on television at one time, right. he was a you know he had a he was a on sitcom the sh- the sh- or Fear Factor. That well, he was on, on news radio. I think, yeah, right? some sh- it was a whack ass. No, news whack- radio was good. It was whack. It was a whack ass, mm, whack no. ass show. Uh, whack. Yes, news radio. Nah, son, watch it again, fam. It's, Emmy it's, award yo, winning. Whatever that means. This bro, just, what you, that's what that's what you mean. It's trash juice. What was amazing back in '87? That you could watch in 2022 that Listen, you love. I, I don't. I don't know what I can. I don't know what I can tell you right now, but I can 97. tell you. So that when's the last time you trash. watched news radio? That was trash, man. I never watched it. When did you no, watch it? When, I, 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 how recently? It didn't make any sense. How recently? It's silly. You never it's, watched it. You know what? I, you know who I do like? 
I like the main guy. Michael the Hartman? main guy, he Andy was on. Uh, no, he was. Um, Hartman? The was he kids in the hall? He was kids in the hall. Didn't his wife kill him? No, I thought he's alive. I know what you're talking about. I thought um, he's alive, that guy. No, you're talking about. No, Phil you're talking he's about the guy from Saturday Night Live. No, the guy from Kids in the Hall. Yo, Phil Hartman. Yo, wait a minute. His wife did. This wife yeah. shot him, right? Yeah, didn't and Phil Hartman. Damn, son. Wasn't he on news radio? Yes. Yo, someone yeah. gonna buy his books now? After he's, do they know? It's been too long. They don't know. But nevertheless, people know you for certain things and not others. And it's one of those things. Like no one understood, or no one just they didn't even know who Simon right. Murphy was. So now they're buying his book. They're reading it, seeing what what all the hubbub is about. I wonder, because you know, we still don't. That guy pled not guilty too. That dude. Yeah, I wonder what he's pleading not guilty to. Who knows? So, are we ready to move on to questions, or we want? You're running the show. (laughs) Here we fucking go. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, questions uh, from the is it the fireman guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should I read it, Tim? The guy with the the torn labia. He's fucking. Oh, he loved that part about Christopher Whaley. 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 Training while injured strategy. Jesus Christ. Hello again, Ninja Rob. First off, thank you for answering my question last week as it was extremely helpful and motivating. And second, thank you to Tim for expressing concerns about my labia. (laughs) Should I decide to identify as a woman, I assure you my labia would be intact. Unfortunately, my labrum is still torn. I digress. (laughs) Is there a strategy or plan of training you guys would recommend while injured and only able to drill? For example, would it be more beneficial to choose a specific position and only focus on that for weeks, or is it better to just stick with what's being taught at the classes? I'm able to attend and absorb what I can from each of those. Thanks again for your advice and insight, and a shout-out comes your way from the D platoon at Engine 40 in Southwest Philly. Best. Chris Whaley, BJJ Blue Belt. Under. Instructed by... (laughs) Steve Bowers, Paul Miller at Mainline United. You know what? I'm out there changing people's lives. Yeah, you are. Yeah. What is it? What, what kind of shout out are, are, do we got coming? I don't understand. They're going to start a fire and you read, put it out in our you, name. You just I'm read reading it. my own shout You're out. You're reading the shout out he just gave us. Oh, yeah. interesting. Right. So, the easy thing to do would be just do what they're teaching you in classes where you don't have to, you don't have to fuck up any of the techniques or whatever as long as it doesn't exacerbate or uh, your your shoulder injury isn't a limiting factor. I would recommend if you can immobilize your arm, if you just kind of grab your shorts or tie it, uh, tie your wrist into your belt, right? So that it's no longer used and you just use your legs and your, your whatever hand that's not injured or arm that's not injured. That's actually a fun drill to do. And drill, drill that way. I would avoid going live that way because sometimes people can kind of like fall on the shoulder that's injured. I've gone through a pretty catastrophic shoulder injury that wasn't, the rehab wasn't a lot of fun. And I did a lot of this. The other thing that I think if you have Charles Williams, who who I've talked about on the podcast, who is a dear friend, he would see me come to class and would just grab me while I was injured, tell me, tuck my, my hand in my belt, and he'd just say, drill. He would tell me what to drill. So if there's somebody that is at the school that's taking an interest in you, follow their lead. If they're you know, more skilled than one of the instructors, I would say either do what they're doing in class, or if you have somebody to guide you, then go with that. Timmy. I would say uh, if you want to be like a super jujitsu nerd, you, there you, could, go. you could put your. Sounds like it. Put your hand in your belt, like you were saying, and then have somebody do like, uh, you know, do like some 
not live, but like active guard retention stuff where you're like learning to use your legs to, uh, you know, what's great for that is having like little kids try to run yeah. around your guard. Yeah. Right. Um, or even an adult. But just not going like a little person. Yeah, yeah, like a like a midget, like a dwarf. No, no, like an adult child. Like a little. No, they they prefer little person. I prefer midget. Okay. Um, Mighty white of you. (laughs) um, And then uh, you could also spend time trying to like focus less on like um, long sequences of moves and just focus on like submissions, like just drill. Drill getting good with rear naked chokes or arm one bars arm. or yeah, one arm guillotines. It's actually a really good thing to do to uh, if you can finish certain techniques with one arm, like a heel hook or a north south choke or a rear naked or a guillotine. If you can finish those with one arm or even arm triangles, uh, it's very good at teaching you how to like use the mechanics of every other part of your body to finish the technique as opposed to relying on locking your hands and squeezing. So, um, Learning one-arm uh, submissions is actually a very valuable skill to develop. JB, what would you tell? No, I, you know, you guys got it. You know what I mean? The, he should listen to you. You know, you guys are running practice, school, also teaching people, training like stuff. Do you think, fam? Keep do some strikes. Do I, some strikes. I have different, you know, so this is what practice it is. Practice some, some jabs and crosses with your one arm. There you go. There you go. See how that, see how your labia responds to that. Have you seen uh, what B-team, what, uh, I saw a thing with Nikki Ryers talk about the way they, they teach now at B team that they let anybody show anything. So no, this is, and then I saw a clip from a class where he showed a technique and he's like, so you guys can try this or you can do anything else that you want to do. Uh, but this is one thing you can, <laughs> he's like, what does that mean? They show a technique and he says, if you want to, uh, you can drill this if you want, or if there's something else you want to drill, go ahead and do that. That's how they teach their classes now. Well, I don't, uh, okay. So, huh? Wait, so, what? You come into a class. I show. Yeah, you this show how, an arm this, bar. This is how you do an arm bar. Yeah. So if you want, you can drill that, or if you want to drill leg locks, go ahead. Or take oh, okay, downs, cool. You can go do that. And then what does he do? Go in his office and play video games? Like I don't understand. Like yeah, I don't know. That's just a style. Yeah. Or is he teaching that? Are these? Is this a class for like super high level people? Is well, that what there's this super is? high? There's a super high level in the room. They do. I think you can't train there unless you're like a purple belt oh okay right so you have to have a certain level of but you don't have to be like a high level competitor it's just so you have to have a certain level of understanding yeah they don't give a shit about beginners um oh cool so i think that's interesting i would drive me nuts that being maybe not that being a student there but being i couldn't run my school like that now I, these guys are these guys young like young in, in rank no, for, and young yeah in, for sure been, they're yeah, late been, 20s uh, early 30s in okay. general when somebody goes to a gym there i've i've noticed this because i've seen like uh instructors under me like when you oh give, under you huh interesting yeah um you're over them way over them i could tell above them yeah um exert power over them like when you don't want to like almost leave anything open to the student when you're teaching a class you don't want to say like you can you know you can try this or this whatever feels best for you you want to say like do this especially with like newer moves I wish there was video right now. What well, the fuck are you doing? On? Vertigo. Go ahead. Oh, okay. You got vertigo? Enough of that. All right. Um, yeah, I, I, th- I thought it was strange. Really? May- maybe it comes from with Donaher, everything is so rigid. I don't know how rigid it is, right? But what I'm saying is, and if you, I've never taken a class from him or with him, but when he instructs something, there is no ever thought that there's anything better 
or any better way to do what we're, that than what's being uh, taught okay. right now. Right. Oh, really? And so this might be. I, we no, we're not like that. Yeah, we're we're different. We're, we're different. Yeah. You can you can figure it out. It, it's on your own. It seems to me like I remember that sometimes you do like question and answer classes back in the day. It seems like it would be, or I don't know if you still do them, but it seems like it. The equivalent of that would be like. You get a different instead of you, you're like yo question and answer and then you allow them to to partner up and then you go to each group and says what's your question and you answer a question what's your question and you answer seemed like it would be a better a better way it a could more be interesting made. way but these Look, some, these guys are all high level they guys, know their so. culture yeah right they and know they culture. know what the people there like sure and, are, great and are looking for and maybe clearly they've been in business if you name your school B team. And I love Craig Jones. I think he's amazing. But his internet persona is he's the second best grappler in the world and silver medals or everything. You, you're, that's a certain type of Brazilian jiu-jitsu school that you're going to be at that do think out of the box and maybe don't necessarily care or are even focused on everybody's skill improvement. If you're teaching classes like this, you're just basically saying, all right, I, if you don't care – that I'm teaching the technique. I don't care that you're learning the technique. Did you see the name of his new DVD? No, I missed it. False reap accusations. <laughs> really? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He's yeah. out there. Well, right? yeah. yeah, it's pretty fancy. Yeah. Moving on. Plyler. But that, that was interesting. Plyler if you've corner. got a craving for savings. Oh, stop it. Let's if go. If you've got a passion for fashion. I didn't even read it. How many questions are in this question? To the automobile Seems like it might be just And less. come on down to... Plyler's Corner. How about uh, Potemkin lowers the boom? Anybody remember those those commercials? No, I remember Potemkin. But it was really Man, like yeah, a good actor, Mandy Potemkin. Mandy Potemkin. Who that guy? Potemkin. Huh? Greetings, gentlemen. The martial arts are infamous for the idea that a smaller person can use technique to beat a larger and stronger opponent. What are your favorite examples of a smaller person wrecking a larger person in either MMA, a real street fight, or just training on the mats that sticks out in your memory? I should have read this. Thank you again. Keep up the great work. Stephen Plyler, head instructor, slash owner, Elevated Studios, comma, LLC. Good job. That's a good question. Timmy. Um, I think the greatest of all time, and the problem is he's, he, he wouldn't be considered smaller except for the opponent that he was going against was okay. uh, Minotaur versus Bob Sapp. Like, he was outweighed by like over 160 pounds yeah. or something. But he was 230 pounds, so he's not a, a small guy. He's not a small right. guy, but compared to the thing that he was fighting. The ratio. The person. Yeah. What yeah. The thing. What does that mean? The creature that he was up against. <laughs> yeah, Bob Sapp. The, 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 guy was, the, human being. the guy was barely... <laughs> he's human. I don't know if he was at the time. He's a t total human. Go um, but that fight is a, just a cool example of like a guy like using jiu-jitsu to like outlast this like complete monster and then uh, finish him and getting like you know he got hurt really bad along the way but right. was able to persevere and come back and finish and then the other one that was that really stands out is um yuki nakai in the oh, open weight of yeah, the valley too because yeah. he was which, 100 which which fight is in that that whole tournament right. he was 155 pounds and he fought his first match was against like a guy that was like the actually, pro wrestler guy the great he might have fought i thought didn't he fight Gerard Gordeau first? Uh, is that first? No, 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 second. So he fought the 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 the, the big black dude. Yeah. And he armbars. I wasn't going to. The say guy it. was like 250 pounds. Yes. And mm -hmm. he 155 pound guy armbars him. Gotcha. After getting like kind of mauled for a little while, and then right. he fights Gerard Gordeau. Who Gerard who was, Gordeau basically blinds him yeah, or blinded blind, him. Like basically poked his eye out in the fight, and then he heel hooks him 
And then he goes in to fight Hickson and loses. This, my with favorite one eye. part of that is when he's walking by Hickson's locker room, he's screaming in Japanese, Hickson, I'm coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. And he's like this tiny little Japanese guy with, at that point, he his eyes are both like swollen shut, basically. Like he can't. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, he looks more Chinese than Japanese at that point. I don't get it. Right. Super Asian. Um, yeah, I, don't, I don't understand. So those are your two. My, I'm going to jump in. Mine is... Um, What's the guy? Keith Hackney? Keith was Hackney. that? I was. Yeah. Wow. So, so yeah. I did, and I'm. Yeah. I was like, I hope it's not the second one. Because I, I didn't I didn't read the question. I would have gave it a lot more thought. It's a good question. We should revisit it. Um, but the Keith Hackney, Emmanuel Yarborough fight, right? That, that's the one. Right. Because yeah. that crazy. shows you that even in as a striker. Yeah. That. Now, you listen, know, if, if Yarborough would have fell on him, that, <laughs> he would have won. That would have been I actually it. think especially in striking, if you're a really fast little guy yeah, that striking can hit hard is, striking is the, and you hit a clean shot on a big guy yeah. you can but the narrative is jujitsu is yeah, yeah, the way yeah. to go right. for a smaller yeah. so um yeah that one was that was, was cool that was it was in my top three that was like yeah, that one was of a the cool. best it was a, that came a, in third yeah it's a good example of if any of the listeners have never seen this just pop it in it's it's hilarious it's fucking you know so it's a it's a good one marco what about you i'm gonna go with the classic the one that kind of set this whole thing off is Hoist Gracie Ken Shamrock mm. okay right even though maybe it was I thought that was fixed no no okay what, what, did, what was Shamrock 220 230 I think like 220 230 yeah. you listen to the Gracie's now he's probably, he's probably 270 700 pounds yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hoist was they say 170 he could have been 190 who knows yeah. but the fact that Hoist isn't a tech you know it didn't look like Ken Shamrock and we if if Hoist wasn't wearing a gi and they squared off who do you think was going to win that fight? You'd always right. look at Ken. 100%. You'd always look at yeah, Ken yeah, Shamrock, yeah. and it was a great example for all of us that in that extreme situation where you are highly skilled, then yes, skill can defeat um, uh, speed, strength, all all that stuff. A little bit different the second time around with six months of training that they were he was able to stall him out for forty. Well, let's not minutes. forget right. the third time around when he knocked him out. When Hoist need him in the balls? Yeah. Okay. But he knocked him out with a punch to the face after the knee of the balls. Oh, okay. I thought he submitted him. No, I think he, he dropped him, knocked him oh, out. Okay. I think it was a TKO. Now, have you ever, like, what's the largest person you've ever had to roll with that you, you, you had some success against? I think it was probably or, young Tim Carpenter. A young Tim <laughs> Carpenter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, He's a 400-pound woman. Something. That's yeah, I don't, don't know. I mean, I, I've gone with some 300-plus-pound guys. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Scary, not fun. Yeah. I did that. When I wrestled in high school, it was like a two guy had like 50 pounds on me. And uh, maybe more. And then the next time around, he he didn't make weight. They they said Wait, there was a, ma- a max weight that you could. Yeah, two sixty five. It was wasn't unlimited. It wasn't unlimited. Wow, two sixty five. I think now in in wrestling, it's two eighty. I think is like the cutoff. Yeah. Is that I right? For, I, I believe they, so. In in high school, at least at the time, and he we had wrestled before that, and I won. And he he didn't weigh in. He didn't make weight. And the coach was like, he didn't want to wrestle you anyway. Ah. <laughs> so, you know, that's what he said. So, tell me, how about you? Largest guy I've ever gone against? Yeah. Um, I, I went against a guy that weighed 400 pounds in a judo match mm. uh, when I was younger. Well, you, but you were, how much? You, you I, was, I was only like, like 380. No, at the time, I was only like 230. Gotcha. Um, and he, he just like 
he took me down. He did the. He did what Emmanuel Dobro like, should have did. Well, he does like there's like a fat man throw in judo that like they all do. It's a. Oh, I didn't it's know. It's called makikomi. Okay. Um, where they grab your sleeve, they wrap their arm over it, and just basically like fall down to the ground. Mm. And they bring you with you. And you, oh, and like you this one. Yeah, that you one. Okay. and you come with them. They don't go over your head. They just wrap the arm and then roll towards the mat, and you roll with them. Um, so he threw me with that, and then laid back on me and just held me down do you remember that meme it's guy winners underneath the yes how much of a weight difference do you think that was there that guy's over four probably yeah and guy winners maybe 220 guy's huge guy's like a big 250 yeah he's not huge like tall but he's a heavy not a little guy yeah yeah. He's yeah. probably 230 pounds. There's a guy the we knew went to Brazil, competed. There's, he became there's a memes meme. on the internet really? of a 400 pound man. He looks, it looks like me going cross side on a six year old. Really? Like the, the distance between, he's side mounted on guy and the chest and stomach meat that is between. Wait, stomach, like they stomach come together or stomach. I don't know what it meat, was. Like beef? Two, meat? Two. Stomach, chest and stomach meat. The meat of oh, his okay. chest and stomach. His meaty. There was. It looked like there was like two feet of meat between <laughs> his level of viscosity. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a cool. It's a cool meme. Gotcha. Marvel. Any good dinners this week? That we Man, missed? let me tell you. Son. <laughs> JB was here. What? What night was it? Thursday. Thursday. So I decided. You know what? I'm gonna take my buddy out for his birthday. Right. I said, let's go to dinner. Steak. Bob thir- Evans. No, 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 no. Steak 38, Cherry Hill. Remember. I don't know, maybe a week or two ago, I, I don't know if you were here, I said, hey, have you ever had, when's the last time you had a Caesar salad made tableside? When's the last time you had a Caesar salad made tableside? I don't know if I ever had Ask me the same they, question. When's the last time you had a, a Caesar salad? A couple days ago. Boom. That's your face, son. They yeah. put anchovies in it? Yes. Fuck yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. The, yo. And it's it's not a, it was the second time, right? Is yeah, the second raw, time I've had it. Is there a raw egg in it? Yep. Put yeah. Put raw egg in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I would, man, the process. If you wanted bananas foster, they made it table side. Baked Alaska. Table side? Mm, I'm gonna make that table side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we went to Steak 38. I wanted to I've always wanted to go because a dear friend of mine from when I was a young man loved the place and would always brag about it and I never got a chance to go. JB and I tried to get in one time and it was too crowded. Yes. This time we went and got a last second I went and got a last second reservation for us. And we went and I, uh, we both ordered the prime rib. Yeah. The sides, it came. I, the mashed potatoes were just okay. Yeah. The string, the green beans or whatever they were. <laughs> really the green good. beans were phenomenal. Bro. We got a crab cake as an appetizer. Yo, crab cake was crab solid, cake was Real awesome. Good. Yeah, it was good. You'd and, like this place. And I said, we said that. I said that. I spent point. as for both of us the same thing that we, we all spun, spent individually for, at Butcher and Singer. Yeah. And it was that good of a place. And the prime well, rib... You spent for two people what one person spent yes, at Butcher. Exactly. Right. And the prime rib the next morning was almost better. Yeah, I, I murdered mine. Yeah, I haven't had it. It was 32, 32 ounces. 32 ounces. This guy demolished a two-pound prime, prime rib. Bro, let me... And then we watched the guy make it, make the, the you know, the, the, Caesar, the Caesar. And I'm like, yeah, it's the emulsification. He can't break it. And he's like, he as he's doing it, he gets there. He goes, see? You see? And he turns, he goes, yeah. Okay, you look, that's a great. Okay? Okay. <laughs> Yo. And I wanted, I walk in there like, yo, this is gonna, this is probably gonna suck. Bro. Does it look like a nice restaurant? Is it kind of like a dive uh, kind of place? No, no not, not a dive. dive. Not it a dive. Look, it just looks like a, like back in the day. But not, it's not, not like, crazy dated. No, but it's still, like, it doesn't have that, like, remember, like, the prime rib mm-hmm. had, like, Art Deco. It almost felt like a mob, old school mob. You, you know spot. what it is? Is that it seems like they're prioritizing the food. Yes, perhaps. I'm sure. And they're not prioritizing. The service was. Bordering on good, right? Yeah, <laughs> but it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. 
Almost you, good. Almost good. You would think that the, the guy's one of those dudes where you're like, oh, he seems a bit slimy, but he's always nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was it yeah. was interesting. But the meal, bro, and, and you'd have to see it. It's, it's dated. It reminds me of... It, but it's it, not dingy. No. Definitely it, not. No, we were looking... Yo, the vents were clean. The top of the mirrors were clean. All the glass was clean. The the just the way it's you can see that they had a rug at one time. I think I went to this place twenty years ago, literally, and the food was good then, and the food was good now, and it was. I, I really would definitely go back. You'd love it. Yes, I think I think we we should all go back I one. Would, but yeah, I definitely. I mean, no when. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I might make this my you know my go to place and as opposed to so the outback. Do they do steaks or just prime rib? No, they do steaks. They do steaks. Yeah, yeah steaks. we just I just hadn't had prime rib in a very yeah, long time. Prime I was rib looking long time. for a good prime rib, man. I wonder and how it, the steaks. Yo, it's are. delivered, bro. It delivered, really. And, and they had a few options of the steaks. Look it up. Send you, I'll send you the link. Um, Timmy, what's for dinner? I don't know. I, uh, I might do sushi. Really? I might do sushi. Yeah. I haven't done sushi in a while. I wouldn't Sushi's mind doing great. It, so. um, I, I'm a big fan of uh, rice right now. Nice. Really? Yeah. Steve Maxwell used to say you're better off eating Skittles. Whoa. Yeah. It's a bit of hyperbole, maybe. He also drank DMSO. <laughs> So, <laughs> and he, he needs teeth. And he needs teeth. Now. He would also drink industrial he, solvent. He and, does uh, need new teeth. You're right about that. There's a GoFundMe, right? Got fully naked in front of his class. So. All of them. And just squeezing the <laughs> fucking the juice out of his shorts. Marco, what's for dinner? I don't know. Probably. I'm. I'm trying to stay low. Sweet tart so. rope. No, Sweet no. tart rope. That was last week, huh? That was no, last week. I'm, all, I'm back. I'm back at it. I'm trying to. So what do you think? Some fry. Some chicken. Nah, probably some beef. Some beef. Yeah. Nice. I think I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna. I think I'm on tacos. I'm gonna go full boat on some tacos this week. From uh, where? That's a good question. That's always that's always the dilemma. Have you ever been to Buena Onda? Where is that? There's one near the uh, Whole Foods in uh, the Art Museum area. Wasn't that a Jose Garces joint? Or no? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been. I, I is like, it still around? I, didn't know I it went still around. the time I went. I thought it was fantastic. I'll check it out. It's, it's fast foodie. Nice. But you know, with Garces, Gar- Gar- yeah, yeah, he has a new pizza spot that they say is the good. Chicago style place. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird joint, but it, it inevitably it is what it is. Peace. <laughs>